0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today's Friday, February 4th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Follow Orbital Command on Twitter using the link in the show notes to receive regular threads on Terra protocols and yield strategies, news, resources, and Twitter space discussions. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode, of the Ether is also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have part two of a two-part space, DAOs and governance in the interchain with multi-chain maxi Jake Hartnell hosted by Tricky. Let's take a listen.
1: Okay, so what what were the um, motives for building
2: uh, uh, Stargaze? Um, I think there were a lot of them, actually. Uh, I don't know, like is anyone really happy with the OpenSea situation? It's it's quite centralized. Not at all. It's running on centralized sort uh, servers. You're paying a large fee to like you know publicly like companies that don't like I think fundamentally like share Web three values. So um you know if you're cool like you know kind of just buying into like the old system like I don't know. Uh, it's I, it's very I, so, expensive. so look,
1: So we're about to launch 777 of these, like, like, memberships, um, and OpenSea is giving us a lot of problems, the guys that are building our back end. So, like, we'll definitely go over Stargaze, I just need to know, like, how easy that is to onboard,
2: you know? Sure, I think, you know, actually there's, like, I think if you go in the Stargaze Twitter account, there's, like, a whole roadmap for the project, and we're gonna have our Genesis minting event on March Is there good
1: docs to follow?
2: Uh, you know, we're working on the docs, but it's, we're, like, we have, like, kind of our, it's hard to, like, do everything, like, fully in community. We have, like, chosen, like, this, like, you can apply to our artist program, and I can actually, like, share the the link for that, but, um, you know, it's, we, we have a lot of artists that, like, we have, like, actually way more artists, like, interested than we can, like, possibly handle, and so we're kind of, like, just working with, like, the best ones to, like, launch series, and then, like, the time frame is we're going to have, like, a big Genesis mint on uh, March 3rd where there's going to be a bunch of really cool NFT projects that are launching and you'll be able to mince for the first time and claim the remainder of your stargaze airdrop. And then we have like a, a, the, the rest of the marketplace is going to launch on, uh, I believe in like the middle of March. So we, we, we had a blog post on the roadmap that Shane posted. So um, I think that's a great place to check out. It should be on the stargaze Twitter.
3: Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out.
2: Cool. Jake, thank you very much. Seriously, man. Jake, oh,
3: yeah. I have another quick Stargaze question. If you still have
2: a minute, all right, I got a minute, but my doorbell just rang. I should probably go get it because I think it
3: might be my girlfriend. But you know, oh, that that might be more important. Don't worry yeah. about it. Well, then. Really- oh yeah, she'll kick you out. I was just wondering girlfriend. where where are the files and images going to be hosted for Stargaze? We like something like IPFS. IPFS, like, sure. Dinner. Like IPFS is the best
2: way to store. Them. Like, um. Uh, and we're going to be pr- publishing some guides and making it easy for you to store and pin your files on IPFS. Um, but, That's awesome. So. Sweet. Well, thanks so much uh, for
3: joining us. Again. Yeah, Get let's do this again you
2: know. sometime. I'm really sorry, guys, like for being late and also just having to go really soon. But, um, yeah, let's do this again. And uh, stay tuned for Dowdow and for Stargaze and for Juno. There's a lot of really cool shit in store. Just wait, you know. Um, But be patient, also realize that, like, a lot of this stuff is beta, like, you know, people are, like, there's some new JunoSwap stuff coming out soon, like, you know, people just have to be patient, like, this is a new developer ecosystem, we're not just copying and pasting stuff from Ethereum, you know, so, like, um, just, uh, yeah, we're building cool shit, enjoy the ride, you know, be patient, Uh, you know, ape in, but don't ape in too much, don't, like, put your, like, life savings in a DAO right now, like. I mean, I feel, we feel pretty good about the contracts, but I do, you know, like start DAOs, start experimenting, start figuring out your tokenomics, start playing with the tooling, but you know, don't put your life savings in a DAO right now. Um, just cause there's like, we haven't audited yet. Like we're getting it audited. Like the, I just say, I implore you all to like try things out, but you know, don't be stupid. You know, you saw what happened in Solana. You're like, Jesus, like, that's like, they've got, you know so much vc funding at the wazoo and that bug was in the solana core library so you know um anyway that that's my like responsibility self like talking but you know and we yes. all
4: appreciate it
2: <laughs> yeah. so
4: thank you jake for coming we appreciate your time we'll let you go we don't want to hold you for too long we know you're cool
2: yeah on. let's do this again sometime <laughs> i'd love to talk more about like kind of what we have in store for out and like a lot of the really cool things coming and also Last teaser, DAO games. Do you want to play games as DAOs? We all love games, right? You know, like maybe that might be a cool way to earn some cool tokens. Who knows? Anyway, peace. Oh,
4: yeah. We'll do this again. We appreciate you. Wow, you guys. That was so, just so everybody knows, that was Jake. He's a really big contributor to Juno. Uh, he's founded Stargaze and DAO. Dow. And obviously, he's doing a lot of big things. So, if everybody, give him a follow. Uh, make sure you're staying up to date with Dow Dow and everything Stargaze because that's going to be huge.
5: Can you believe the type of people that just join our space out of the blue? I mean, people that really provide value to the cosmos. It's it's incredible. Exactly, like it's incredible,
4: dude. Like we're just like here as a community coming together, and then it's just nuts <laughs> that the developers and the founders and the people that are. So crucial to all of the stuff we can built that are mostly all millionaires like are actually interacting with us and are so accessible, so we're very lucky, so uh, you know we need to make sure we take advantage of that and take
1: it all in and then show them that we appreciate them as well too, every chance we get. could I ask a quick question? Shoot it like how long have you guys been in the cosmos space because like I'm relatively new to cosmos because I started over in substrate for the last like year
4: I'm about a year and a half in. The cosmos in two years now. Depending on COVID makes everything seem so fast. <laughs> Were I mean, you drawn in from like Tenderman? I think for me, it was more so just the idea of being able to communicate with other blockchains. Cause I like, for me, I just instantly saw from the beginning that everything was so isolated and it didn't make any sense. And somebody that was coming at it from the viewpoint of, from the beginning, looking at interoperability, that was just like very interesting in, in me. I admit I didn't go as as hard as I should should <laughs> sure have when I first uh, <clears throat> got interested in it but you know as you know time went on there was just you couldn't you can't deny everything with IBC um I think tendermint's a big part of all that because it's just like almost instant finality um it's an e- byzantine general consensus mechanism which is not not just some consensus mechanism that somebody you know came up with so it's all trusted <clears throat> you know developers trusted uh technology so i i, I love it just, it just it sucked me in and you know the more i i got involved especially after the osmosis airdrop and then airdrops from there It just you know you can't leave once you get in
6: <laughs> yeah cameron i've been in for about a year and it's it's a superior system um you know we were talking about OpenSea a little bit you know it's just so expensive. It's it's crazy, you know. Once ETH just blew up, and I mean, I understand that's where that's where the masses are. But um, I'm excited about Stargaze. Like I, that was so cool, Jake popping in here, and um, you know, once we get an NFT platform for Cosmos system, it's like game over. Yeah, it's camera. Just to you know, explain to you, it's like yeah. Cosmos, so do we feel? Well, so are,
1: yeah. So do we feel that like ETH is hitting like a wall? Because I feel like it just keeps bouncing off a wall. Like yes, it gets too much volume, it gets too big, gas fees go up tremendously, and the, it's it just it gets exposed on why it's not the the ideal platform yet.
6: Well, I mean, everyone knows it's got scalability issues, and and you know it's it's dealing with all the level twos, you know, trying to build on top of it. But um, and then it's just, you're stuck. You're stuck in that system. You're stuck with those ERC twenties. And what, you know, what I was going to say about Cosmos is they were working on the hard, hardcore stuff when, you know, NFTs were blowing up last year and early 2019, but Cosmos was working on the hardcore ICB um, interoperability stuff. And now, you know, once IBC went live and, you know, we got all these chains um cosmos is is now finally getting getting all the fun stuff like defi and uh nft platforms so what do you think? Yeah,
3: oh i was just going to address your question from my perspective like how how we got into cosmos and for me it was that wall you're kind of talking about with like ethereum and other chains um and just how like a while ago i I noticed that Cosmos was just approaching the problem of scalability from a completely different design philosophy and perspective from the ground up. It's like even today, with uh, take Solana, Solana is like arguably the fastest like layer one out there, and it still can't even close to keep up with the demand. Like it, it goes down so often and has you know any number of problems. And so, maybe in 50 years or I don't know, time scales, we'll have a blockchain that is like that scalable. But in the near future, like no one chain can handle the total demand of just the DeFi world, let alone the whole world that's starting to get tokenized and blockchainized. So, just the like completely different take on that problem instead of like, how can we build just a better, amazing single blockchain? Like the whole different perspective of no. We make a bunch of blockchains that each are, you know, tailor fit for their own niche purpose. That That's what, like, captivated me, because I saw that wall you were talking about, like, you know, something scales too big, gets too expensive, too many users, and it just, in our current so blockchain you, model, kind of crumbled on itself. What do
1: you think about Polkadot, though, being an already built infrastructure?
3: Pol- Polkadot's interesting. I think they have some, like, cool tech, and they're, like, a legitimate project. Um, I think they kind of had the same thought as Cosmos, as far as exactly what I was just talking about with scalability, but they just approached it in a much more walled garden sort of way. Like I think of Cosmos as having the sort of spirit and embodiment and stuff of like Linux and open source software in general. I I agree. Yeah, some people don't like or are scared by the fact that, you know, there's an article floating around where one of the Cosmos core devs admits that, like, Adam is not needed. Adam could go away or be replaced and, like, the Cosmos would still be around. And I'm, I just am like, that's not scary. Like, that is amazing design philosophy. That's confidence in what you're making and redundancy being built into the system and just, like, letting the free market and community decide how things go. Um, and DOT has, I don't want to call it a central point of failure, but it fails to capture that sort of value prop, you know, where everything does rely on, I, I mean, to spin up your own chain, you need like millions of dollars worth of capital. Um, yeah. I and think, I think that kind of embodies the, the difference. I think it's
1: lowering the attack vector point, though, because anyone that's saying that you know it's open source or whatever they're going to point out the multiple attack vectors or whatever whereas polka dot it's just starting from a very controlled point to the point where it's like it's really hard to attack it and then it's going to scale like a slow burn over time into like the merkle tree format
6: i mean yeah a lot a lot of these projects are they're just trying to tackle the, the the block blockchain trilemma a different way that you know it's security scalability or decentralization like you know Solana sacrificed decentralization to get scalability you know Solana is not very decentralized and you know they knew that going in you know but um the what the reason cosmos is different is because you listen to the core devs it's like they really value decentralization and um but the way they tackled scalability was we're going to give Change the ability to be independent level ones, so it's it's just it's a different ecosystem. It, it's it's definitely scalable, and um, you know a lot of people like the fact that it is, and um, it's they didn't compromise on security either, you know with the um, with the SDK protocol. But um,
1: dude, Cosmos has been giving me the feeling like that you're able to use it like anywhere. Like I've been using like Kepler and like the Mm -hmm. seamless um, nature of how like transactions move between wallets and stuff. It's it's, very, mm -hmm. it's very user friendly and like, it's easy to trace. And it's it's like, you don't get scared. It's
6: it's night and day between like trying to use pancake swap or, you know, MetaMask. But the thing is we're going to be linking up to Ethereum with Evmos, you know, pretty soon. And so apps on Ethereum, technically going to be able to be built crossover.
7: I mean, one thing, in my opinion, that Cosmos brings is kind of this idea of adoption in the future, where, like, it's really cool that we're all sitting here in this space now, but let's be honest, like, it's going to be really hard to get normies into it as it currently stands, right? Like, I had a coworker last night asked me, if I want to buy an NFT, what do I do? And then I opened up OpenZ and he goes, okay, I have $200 of Shiba Inu, how do I buy an NFT? which then you have to explain you can because it don't, they only take ethereum but then you to swap it's going to cost you a fuck ton of money in gas fees because it's an erc 20 and you could go through the motions of explaining all this or you could have a multi-chain ibc based future where you probably could use your shiba you knew and the back end would actually do the trade in some way and the cosmos has kind of set up the stage or at least g- giving you the tool set to make that actually possible or at least the stepping stones to get there and i think that's a really cool yeah. thing
6: yeah, Thor, that's what Thorchain. That's Thorchain is gonna s- solve that problem. They they want to be the behind the scenes in the wallet where you just hit the button and your whatever token shiva or Doz turns into what, whatever you got to pay for it. You know, so that's Thorchain Thor is trying to solve that. But y-
3: you know. It. I saw a pretty cool project floating around recently. I don't know if anyone here has used it or even like heard of them. I think it was called Rango Exchange. And it was basically just like a a multi-hop, uh, imagine one inch on steroids. So let's say you had pretty much any token on any chain you can imagine. And Mm -hmm. you wanted to swap it to another token on some other chain you would do it in this Rango exchange and it would show you the best path that it's figured out. So like, let's say, well, I saw some crazy example that was like, if you have uh, USDT on Ethereum and you want a Kosh, I think that's what they were doing. And so it showed all in one smart transaction that connects to these various different chains. It would go from like, USDT to, I think it might have used Thor chain, which is why I thought of this, into uh, some of chain. I forget, I forget exactly, but it was like a multi-hop aggregator thing. If anyone's heard of this or tried it, um, it seems like that's the kind of experience that needs to be built into a like high-level thing to get normies to be able to do stuff easily, <laughs> obviously.
6: Yeah, I was in another space where they were talking about um wanting it to be a lot more user friendly for the non crypto people. And they're talking about the Voyager app and you know how that's going to unload the masses and all this stuff. And I was just, I was just like, Oh my gosh. It's like, I I get it that, you know, some people are going to want to use centralized brokers, but man, they just don't realize they're sacrificing so much because some law passes in Canada and All everything could be locked up. Like people, people don't understand the benefits of getting off the centralized platforms, you know, but it's gonna take a while. I mean, I think we're we're just really, really early. And I think Cosmos, you know, I know a lot of people agree with me. It's just Cosmos is leading the way in interoperability. It's like, and and I don't even see ourselves polka dot is is it's good what they're doing but there's plenty of space for polka dot and cosmos it's like they're gonna have 20 pair or 200 pair of chains and you know they can go for it you know but there's gonna be plenty of room
4: yeah definitely not gonna be a multi or like a one chain wins wins all as we know is cosmos is gonna be a world of thousands of chains um, yeah I, I definitely agree that the cosmos way is a better way to do it it's just more sovereignty and it's just, you know, the, the ethos of it from the beginning is, is more user-friendly, it's accessible, and, you know, like you guys mentioned, it doesn't take a million dollars to start up a chain. So I just uh, wanted to say welcome to all the new faces in here. If there's any newbies down there that do want to come up and ask any questions, uh, feel free to request to come up here. A lot of people up here that I'd love to answer your questions
5: ricky doesn't it feel so much different being in this type of community versus like other uh crypto communities you've probably been in it just feels way different the energy's the energy is crazy here the love is amazing
4: yeah exactly it's not even just like the energy it's more so just like how willing people are to help and gather and how accessible the you know core contributors are like i think it's just unheard of like go to go to ethereum or go anywhere, go to Algorand, go to Cardano and try to, you know, have a business yeah. or something or with with Jake, you know, or with with, you know, freaking Silvio, you know, it's just like, it's not going to happen, you know, like we're, we're so lucky to be able to do that and it just like, you know, it makes me, it just shows that they really care about what they're doing which is going to spill over into everything they're doing with the products that they're making and all the public goods that they're 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 cooking up for us.
5: Not only that, but we're already getting um, a lot of people that want to help keep growing the IBC gang. Um, We're planning on adding some resources to that, to that discord server. So, I mean, all this is, all this is in the works right now. I know we definitely need it because we do get some newbies that help help. And we just want to point them into a direction where they can get all the help they need in a safe, safe, safe space, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of scammers out there. So I'm looking forward to when we have that Dedicated just like a newbie room, you know. Yep, and I mean, you know, that's
4: what we started this for was to so have a place where everybody could come to get together in the Cosmos community, whether you're a newbie or you know an experienced the gen, you know, and ask your questions, and be able to have a you know some information and education for for everybody, you know. And I think that's what's going to be super cool about you know partnering up with Novado, and you know, especially in that that Discord and all the resources that we'll be able to have is being able to be like a central hub for education to, you know, educate on everybody on what's going on in the cosmos, what projects
8: are
5: launching, what's safe, what to stay away from.
8: Oh yeah. Yeah. We were
5: talking about that because with the, um, easy access to create tokens and stuff on Juno, we're going to have to be very, very careful about what what we are trying to invest in, you know? So with having resources like that, that's going to save some people from getting scammed. Um, i'm really uh really looking forward to it tricky yeah
4: there's gonna be the first uh cw20 rugs we're gonna have the first dow
7: rug it's gonna be interesting so on gonna... that any word on was it hulk like there was that that green cat that got oh. airdropped everybody and somebody did the math and figured out they'd airdropped like 0. 0.5 to one percent of all the tokens and the guy behind it running the twitter account owns them all or something uh pay attention to that one
4: Oh my 97% God! Seven percent of the supply was still in the creator's wallet after the first airdrop.
7: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like some oh. some stupid yeah. amount is in the guy's wallet still. So like there there might be a rug there. There's no pool that you can actually like trade it on right now in Juno But just keep an eye out.
5: Oh God! Can we send it to a burn address if we really wanted to? Is there such a such a thing? Like, well, you, we just burned. Just don't burn a
7: just don't, uh, don't uh, use the contract on Kepler. Like I can't see it if you don't activate the address. Gosh, gosh.
6: I feel like I'm crypto poor if I don't own any Netta.
5: <laughs>
6: Does it, anyone want to donate some Chihuahua? Oh, so you can God. turn it into Netta.
3: Yeah, I need some Netta, man. Chihuahua Dude. Netta pool. Join wow.
9: the
5: giveaway, bro. Join the dang giveaway we host on um the Discord server. It's for yeah. everybody. Just for yeah. the people who join it. Who knows?
6: It's. I mean, it's. It's going crazy, isn't it?
7: At this moment, I can give you a number. It started at twelve thirty uh, UST per Neta, and at this exact moment, we're looking at uh, oh, I 2, saw it at nine hundred something UST per neta. Wait, wait, wait. Is this Canadian dollars or- UST? I cannot- <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> wait,
5: wait. Repeat, repeat again, bro. For real, how much?
7: It went from twelve thirty-four yesterday to twenty three ten at
3: this moment. In a day and a half. Twenty-three ten, nice. Within the first like fifteen minutes of the pool being opened, I saw it at under a grand for like it was only like a few minutes, but I was like nine hundred dollars net. Oh my god. Oh an extra one.
6: (laughs) Jack is in the house.
5: Jack, welcome. Yeah, I didn't get no netta, but I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I'm. I'm pretty happy with my my Juno.
6: Yeah. Hey, just a quick question. I want to throw this out there. Just talking about the value of decentralization. Did you guys see that the GoFundMe issue with um, them uh, shutting down the donations to the to the truckers in Canada? Elon Musk just posted a meme about it.
10: No
7: i'm staying out of this one
6: <laughs> <laughs> i mean not to get too political but it's just i think there's nine million dollars like in donations and gofundme just decided no we're not going to give it to the to the organization the money what was supposed to go to
5: but dude so you're basically saying why don't they create some sort of like farmer farmer john dow huh help support the farmers? farmers
6: i thought about the the Dow, Dow. like i mean i mean i i get the idea with the i mean there's a lot of different f- online funding ways that you can donate stuff i mean for what i understand gofundme they take like three four percent off the top but it's just crazy man like I see
5: some people moving around
6: in the uh, room
11: I'm not a big fan of people telling you what to do with your money or how you can use your money.
5: Exactly. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you, man. All yeah. right. Okay.
7: Yeah. Um, to to, to, to pivot, like people the medical right like soapbox. Uh, <laughs> question about, um, so Osmosis has added NetApp now. Like you can see it in their assets and they actually have it listed as a CW20. What is the difference in token standard between CW20 like wasm I guess, and what you normally would see on Osmosis, and like what is the upside or downside or purpose of them being different, if anybody knows.
4: So a CW twenty, you can think of like an ERC twenty. Um, I think maybe the easiest way to think about it is you know the difference between a token and a, a coin, like in the blockchain ecosystem. Yep. Yeah. So like a token has its own blockchain. Uh, a coin or no other way around A coin has its own blockchain a token does not so C- cw20s are just tokens they don't have their own blockchain they just are at, minted on top of juno um, whereas all the other coins that are on osmosis are actually layer one uh like tokens that are governance tokens as well
5: gotcha thanks user yes, hey az hey, i got a question for you man Hit me are you willing to help us um Kind of moderate the discord server for us i know you do a really good job at helping us out in telegram but we're trying to move the traffic to just one place is is that something that you'd be interested in i can definitely try man i'm not
7: uh, i mean i can do my best discord even telegram kind of throws me off it's easy right now because there's like 100 people <laughs> uh, Following Discord action. that's a tricky one but i'd love to try absolutely
5: same here like I'm I'm not really used to Discord that much. I've been using Telegram for years and it just kind of uh, intimidates me a little bit cuz there's just so much going on. But um I'm just I'm getting used to it. I just think we're going to need a little bit of help especially with how much things are are happening with this um awesome community. So yeah, just just a thought man. If if you could, that'd be awesome.
7: No, I I really really appreciate the uh the ask yeah, man. I'd love to try it out.
5: Yeah, and if anyone else is like a you know, Discord guru, you know, hit us up and that'd be awesome if anybody can contribute to helping mod the room, helping newbies out, or helping with some technical questions. Any way we can just help each other out.
10: Yeah, I thought I'd add to that CW20 question.
5: Uh, so the CW20 means Cosmosm standard, and the other Cosmos tokens are actually uh ICS, Interchain Standard tokens. And there's like the going to be the ICS different uh, standard for NFTs and all kinds of stuff like that. So, That's all. Thank
1: you. is ICS comparable to like an ERC-721? Yeah, there's going to be like an ICS. Uh, I I don't know what the number is, but yeah, different standard for NFTs rather than tokens,
4: the coins. So base ICS is like an Ethereum token. And then in, there'll be an ICS, whatever. That's the different standards for NFTs, I think, is what you're saying, Laz, right? Yeah, but the Juno ones are the CW20 instead of the ICS. Ex- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you would think of like a, like a Matic token. Like It is any ERC20.
5: Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I just... Hey, hey, can you guys hear me? Sorry, I'm checking my mic Here. again because we got my Wi-Fi my wifi signal is kinda of poor. Um I do see that Infinity Validators is here. Or Infinity Infinity Nodes. Um, they're actually sponsoring tomorrow's uh, giveaway for some Wawa. So shout out to Infinity Nodes. Hey, thanks Infinity.
4: Thanks, friends. But uh, we had a Kimbo friend Kimbo and Cosmos PH if you either of you want to do uh, a speak
12: go ahead
10: hello guys i didn't want to speak i accidentally
12: pressed it i was outside my service garbage
10: deal all right oh, no worries man. thanks for uh thanks for being here though we appreciate it no problem i'm just listening and taking notes smart man right there what a, what about cosmos ph
5: What's up? Hello. Hey.
9: About the uh, what the coin is that? Wait. Uh, Hulsi. Uh, have you heard about that coin, Hulsi? Because I added on my Juno, uh, in my Kepler wallet.
5: Yeah, we were just talking about it. Um, we were advising people to just be very cautious. Uh, try not to do anything with it. Just let it sit there and hibernate for now
9: okay because i don't see anything about that uh project or is there any uh white paper or tokenomics
5: tricky let them know the tokenomics (laughs) (laughs) so
4: i don't know the exact amount of tokens that have been minted but i do know that 97 percent of all tokens minted were still in the creator's wallet as of yesterday um I don't think it's a white paper or anything, but I do know they have a Twitter account that I will pin to the top here so you can go check it out. If to
10: guess, uh, no it's it's not, not, is it
7: found economics according to Max. The wallet has ten billion circulating and he air he airdropped two hundred and seventy four million of them. So nine point seven billion are sitting in his wallet still
3: so be cautious if i had to just guess unless we liquidity pop up overnight for it it might just be someone experimenting and playing around kind of like that's what my guess the doki thing was a while ago if people grab the doki airdrop um in fact i asked on twitter earlier how to start a juno you know, liquidity pool because i did grab that doki airdrop and i wanted to just throw a pool up and see what happened but not worth the trouble but i wouldn't necessarily assume hulksy pulling you know malicious intent i'd certainly be cautious but with this space and things like juno mint and dowdow i expect we'll see a lot of just like test projects pop up they may not have a white paper may have a bunch of coins in the creator's wallet just so it's important not to jump on people but obviously be equally cautious
4: yeah that's a really good point like a lot of people especially because it's so easy to make all these things are going to be experimenting and it could, who know? you never know. It could be someone's first time like doing some coding style stuff. And it was like, you know, their dream to be able to airdrop a community, a token, even if it was just a meme coin. Um, so I know I've definitely done that in another, another community where it was really easy to mint a coin. Like I just did it and gave a bunch away. And, you know, some people are like, Oh, cool. This is fun. Some people are like, gosh, cameras, you know, so always be cautious, but, you know like 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 timmy just said not everybody has ill intent so you know just be careful but
10: don't go attacking anybody over it
3: yeah seeing something pop up in a tradable place like a liquidity pool like that that that's when you do a little more research but
10: yeah
7: (laughs) you mean like everyone's favorite tuck that thing is nuts that's what i
3: mean (laughs) Is anyone
10: know yeah. what's going on
7: with that? Cool. that. Fuck we'll around with it. The, the pool on JunoSwap at this moment has two thousand dollars in it.
4: Two
7: thousand dollars in liquidity? Did it yeah. get rubbed already, man? It might have. So one tuck at this moment, according to the swap, is two thousand UST. Oh, now it's forty uh, four. Forty four dollars? Forty four UST? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought you meant forty
3: four thousand for a second. <laughs>
7: Well, no, I think was the way like, change from the Neta, but I, just, I just keep this wall page open. Yeah, Tuck is uh $44 right now but it's a $2,000 pool so like there's probably nothing in it.
4: Dude, I well, feel like yeah. at some point it was worth like 40 netta or something. It was worth a lot. Yeah. Maybe it was just 15, but it was definitely worth like a little bit. That's nuts. I think I think Canada Labs. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I went in their telegram, asked them for their white paper and all
7: this stuff, and I didn't get the best feeling from it. They had a tweet about, like, they were they were working on stuff and that they're, they're a real company or something. That's, that's all I got from that. Yeah. What separates them from BitCana? It's all
4: kind of... Exactly. They were just like, oh, well, we had to be the first ERC tw- or CW20 on JunoSwap, you know? We were just in a rush because I was like, hey, if you're going to get some pushback on your white paper because it's, like, nothing. <laughs> it's, like, a three-fourths of a page, and it's just, like, makes really no sense. Um, and they were like, oh, well, yeah, we're just in a rush. Like, it's coming, you know, like, the typical, <laughs> you know, pancake swap stuff. But, and, then I, like, I, it was weird, too, you know, like, hey, don't trade in the beginning when the price is super low. Wait for us to, like scoop up the coins ourselves that's kind of how I felt but i don't know you know maybe they are a real company because they said they want to like fund some like new york cannabis operations so you know maybe they are
6: out doing something good but they don't have enough info out well what do you guys think about bitcoin being above uh 41k very nice
5: friend my god is it really at 41
4: yeah, I don't know. Very, very I, nice
10: little lift for everybody. Finally, that's
5: dollars for a Juno right now. Dude, yeah,
4: Juno's almost thirty bucks. It's nuts. It's like oh, the my, same as as Adam. It's like my, insane.
5: My liquidity pools, man. Oh no. That's
4: <laughs> you like only match up with stuff that's giving crazy incentives, or ones that you don't mind. Either one.
5: Oh, sir, my liquidity I, pools.
11: What pairs are you doing, Gaines?
5: Oh, shoot. I think it was I think it was two osmosis, dude.
11: <laughs> well, you, you're happy with either one of those,
5: right? Yeah, absolutely. But geez, it's going on a tear. Yeah,
4: I had a good chunk in in the, over there too. But the good news about that is you're gonna get a raw airdrop
6: drop for that. So you're oh. not. Oh, fear not. <laughs> I tell you, when Bitcoin runs, all the little. When Big Brother goes on a run, I think it's like up ten percent today. It it makes all the other coins Everybody start dancing. Start dancing.
4: Starts the leverage dance, man. Everybody starts leveraging their Bitcoin, and then
3: you know the waterfall goes down from there. <laughs> oh man! Actually, I got a question for this room full of cosmonauts. Does anybody still own any Bitcoin? Yes. I got to be honest. I never thought I'd get rid of it, but I don't anymore. Timmy, Timmy, I, on, I got me. Timmy. Timmy, yeah, come on. <laughs> you always have to
6: hold on <laughs> to
3: until <laughs> further notice. You have to, you know. I mean, that's been my philosophy since like twenty fifteen, sixteen. 16. Oh, man. I don't know what changed recently, but <laughs> Timmy. I don't One know, man. I I'm I'm a lot more skeptical than a lot of people in this space when it comes to the whole tether situation. I think that might have factored into it. But I don't know. I can't tell you exactly what's done it. I held my Bitcoin and was on that side of the fence for so long. And you know, I'll pick I'll pick some up again. But I was just like, what is this doing for me right now when the cosmos I mean, trust me, I do not regret my trade, but you know, I'll, I'll DCA back in. It's just opportunity
4: costs. You know, like you said, you probably got some sweet airdrops off of it, you know, or are going to. <laughs> so, you know, you can't, you can always buy back in later when all this stuff
7: pumps and you've made money and you can just whoop. Yeah, and I definitely will. Or... find it really hard to take profits from like altcoins and put into Bitcoin though? Like I find it really difficult to want to like sell pumping Juno and buy Bitcoin with that. I never so exactly that's the problem
10: <laughs> you never go back and buy bitcoin
7: <laughs> you end up just mining fiat and hope you have enough money at that time
3: i get a little bitcoin trickle income from my credit card rewards that's that's enough for me
7: <laughs> in <laughs> canada up here we have an app called or it's a, it's an exchange called shakepay if anybody's heard of it yes their onboarding gimmick is that like every day you shake your phone once and they drop you like a certain amount of stats going up every day until you hit a streak of 200 and they give you a thousand stats a day. So it's a nice little,
10: it's pretty nice. At first I was thinking maybe it was like Satoshi Dice,
4: how you like shake your phone and then you get a random roll and maybe you win some Satoshis, but like you build up every day. Dude, a thousand Satoshis or two thousand Satoshis a day, as you say.
7: 1,000. So, like, it caps out at 1,000 if you hit a 200 streak. So, I've been I'm on day like, 250. It works out to be, like, you know, obviously it, it's in Satoshi, so the value changes based on how much Bitcoin's worth. But, like, you get that every time, every day, if you can keep your streak. And it's a, it's a nice little, like, passive stream there. Oh, yeah. For sure. Just for logging into the app.
4: That's nice. Does anybody use the Coinbase card and get their uh, cash back that way? Dude, Coinbase cards the I way do. to go. I do, yes. I've been using that for months. Yep. Yeah. And then the way to do it is you select like stellar or one of the ones that gets four percent cash back and then you just convert <laughs> into whatever you want.
5: I've been using Fold. Anybody heard of Fold app? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah, I, yeah, I've got Fold. You can buy uh Amazon gift cards to get five percent.
5: Yes. Plus, every day you can actually like spin a wheel that gives you free SATs or yeah. even up to a mil- million SATs or something like that.
6: Yeah, they have different spin wheels, but yeah, it's it's not a bad way to bank some some satoshis.
9: Yeah, I like the crypto, crypto.com card. So <laughs> that's yeah. the one I've been using.
5: One of these days, we're gonna bring Chronos Chronos News up here, and uh, we're gonna talk about all that good stuff cuz um I know a lot of people actually use the card.
9: Yeah, I use it too. I love it.
5: But um do you have to pay a, a fee a yearly fee to own that nice card with all the perks?
9: There's no fee involved. There's no you know, there's no fee involved at all. But nice. the only thing is uh they have up, they have tiers. So the first tier is free. So you don't pay anything. You only get I think 1% back on everything you purchase. So you get that debit card you can load a, load it up with Crypto or fiat, and the next is you invest 400 bucks in the token. Yeah, for, you got a
6: stake, crown.
9: Yeah, you stake, you stake 400 worth of core for 180 days, and you get for the first you get I think four I think four four or five percent back on the no six percent back on the core, and you get two two percent back on your card everything you buy. And you get free Netflix, no free Spotify, and I forget the other one free. And the next year is four thousand. With that, with that, you get you take four thousand call for one eighty days. But you can after one eighty days, you can take the call out if you want to, but you don't have to. And you get a free airport lounge. So when you fly, you can go into airport lounge for free anywhere on the globe. And you get free Spotify, free Netflix. You get discount on uh, I think on something else. I forgot, but yeah. And the next tier is forty thousand, which is crazy. You get like, you can invite someone else in in the lounge. And the next tier again is like four hundred thousand, which is, I don't know who's buying that, but <laughs> you get like a a private airplane thing they're doing or something like that yeah I, I love i love the card And it's a metal card too so which make it <laughs> which make it good i i, I love having a metal card so that'll be
6: clay and tricky riding around in their jet when um <laughs> when netta hits about fifty uh, k <laughs> oh yeah i know i right? <laughs> okay, uh, the, the netta jet
9: yeah I get, it, hope
6: get
9: I, it all
4: decked I... out and custom painted
9: Yeah, I I think that I can do it. Maybe in a couple of years. I never know. (laughs) We never know what's going to happen with crypto. So it's kind of (sighs) like. But I'm still bullish on Juno. So (laughs) anything Juno. I'm I'm good with it.
5: Mr. Juno over there, Jacob. What have been? So you're Mr. Juno not.
9: Ah, no, that's not me. (laughs) Nah? Nah. (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> Man. So here's a, a thought experiment for the group. I'm just curious on people's thoughts. Um, if anybody watched the Splitting Atom episode from this week that actually, like, Sisla um, and Shane and CryptoCito shouted out this group, actually. Always worth the watch. Good show. But one thing that when Jack was temporarily in it pointed out was that how excited those guys were and how popular like the Cosmos ecosystem is getting. But one point he made was that like, and nothing's even happened yet. Nothing big's even happened to which I'm sitting here being like, I thought a lot has happened. So what do you think they meant by like, what are these big things that could be those incredible catalysts that they were predicting that haven't even happened
6: yet? Uh, I think they're probably comparing it to some of the, the mass adoption that Ethereum's gotten. I think that's what they're, you know, some of the, TBL that some of the bigger dexes get, maybe, or I don't
11: know. Maybe they're focusing on just the atom token and how it's not like top ten or anything like that yet. So it can be something like that. No other thoughts. That's pretty interesting.
9: Wait, what, what's the question again? I was.
7: The question is basically that like Jack and a couple of the other devs were talking about how exciting it is that like Cosmos and the ecosystem are blowing up right now and nothing and one thing they said was how nothing big has even happened yet and so i was wondering what could those big things be i mean to, for flavor as well jack that he thinks that nfts are going to be the the catalyst for the ecosystems like stargaze
4: maybe omniflix i guess nfts they, and dows and gaming
11: yeah that, that hasn't happened yet and it's about to so once like stargaze is up and going that should hopefully dethrone Open Seas and just the Dow's. So it, they're on the cusp of happening, but they haven't happened yet.
0: but yeah, you know he, what else? Is, been... Yeah, go
5: You know what else is on the cusp of
6: happening is the
0: wreck drop from EPMOS. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, like
5: I don't know. I, I, was, I, I think they actually pushed it back because like everybody's ETH bags were so low that they didn't. You know, they felt bad about the name or something, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always try to wonder like what's going on with everybody, but it, man, I bet the big thing that's coming is like this huge freaking like gas drop. that's like basically like this thing that's gonna like clone the net, the network state of Ethereum, and like bring it directly to like this Cosmos side chain, and you know, give it free gas and like, you know, I mean like they're they're gonna go on board the entire fucking Ethereum network, right?
9: Yep. I would say like I don't think you, you guys remember the whole thing that happened with Avalanche like when they got connected to, to the EVM. So that was crazy. So I feel like the same thing might happen with Cosmos. And we're also going to get a Bitcoin bridge, which those things are not even there yet. So I'm like, when those things happen, we never know what's going to happen. So I, I just know that the future is bright. <laughs> as long as Bitcoin don't go all the way to like 20 or something. <laughs> or 20,000 or something.
3: I think another crazy potential catalyst, I think there'll be like many big things, obviously, but if UST and like Luna's ecosystem or even something else way down the road, like Silk, um, but some some stable coin, if it can reach just like critical mass and truly become the like de facto currency of web 3.0, that's gonna set Cosmos up in like a very, very good light um like stable coins just play a huge role in any crypto ecosystem and if suddenly the default one is you know on a cosmos sdk native chain and easily interoperable with everything that's going to be a huge like a huge momentum driver
7: very true Very, very very true i also wanted to quickly shout out our our um, our member here that has no voice at all, Cosmos Clay, we notice you dude. Feel better. Oh
5: no, Mr. Cosmos Clay. I feel shitty for him, man. I feel so shitty for him. Miss his
9: insights right
7: now and just uh, we see you there, dude. <laughs>
11: <laughs> we see your happy faces in your hundreds.
9: What happened to him? Why is he not speaking up stuff?
11: He's taking a vow of silence.
5: Yeah, Yep. Yeah, he's doing that silence thing. Yeah. And (laughs) whatever they call it when you don't eat for a long time. A fast. Yeah, he's doing a fast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's doing it for Juno and fucking Netta. That's what he's doing it for. Hopefully it moons. It's working, bro. It's working It's working.
9: It's working.
5: Oh Oh, shoot, I forgot this is recorded, dude. Oh god. It's all good.
11: Good to have some fun.
5: Are there any new people down below that just want to come up here and hang out, ask us any questions and or just give you, give, give a little story on how you got uh, hooked onto the cosmos. That'd be great. I want to I want to hear from some new people that we haven't spoken to. We promise we won't ask you some crazy questions. We just want to have a little chit chat. And Cameron, um dude, we are so excited for stargaze. I don't think we've stressed that enough here in this in this chat. But I'm I'm super stoked about Stargaze, dude. Just because I know how easy it is to like, you know, navigate with anything on Cosmos. It's gonna make it's probably gonna make the NFT process way, way like ten times better than OpenSea. Yeah, the UX
4: yeah. is already the first thing that every pretty much every Cosmos chain you know works on and perfects before they launch. So you're gonna be pretty uh pretty happy, Cameron. But also too, did you realize that that was Jake, who is like the uh you know, founder of DowDow and Stargaze when
5: you were talking. I first. can't believe it, bro. <laughs> dude, I God. i, I, Fuck, man. I not realize. Kevin was just, like, chilling next to him, <laughs> asking him questions. He was, like, with his little patch on his eye, all cool and shit. What's up, dude? Yeah.
3: <laughs> hell yeah and it was pretty like,
10: hilarious
3: just like, oh i think we could talk about Dada. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude because i
1: can't do that that was been on my mind for like a week or two because i was talking to uh someone in the juno discord like last week and i was like does anyone know when doubt is gonna start and then they're like it's in the beta or something right now i was like okay and then they're like just wait on it and i was like okay um, because I'm just managing this DAO right now, and I'm trying to figure out like how we want to actually mint these, and then they're all saying open and now I'm starting to think like, in terms of longevity, I feel like we can get a lot more liquidity across different ecosystems if we try to build a bridge from like, because like I'm working with Octopus right now, and that's like combining like substrate bridges over, um, using a pallet right now to the Cosmos ecosystem, and then I want to try to like pivot our DAO in the middle i don't know we've been thinking about a lot of different things um but yeah yeah i just wanted to get a little bit more information on on data so now i have it so that was
11: cool. so you asked the guy who created it that's awesome yeah
1: right and then you hit
4: him with a, well i'm just gonna go to open c oh that's hilarious yes he was said like let's too. meet this guy he was joking but like i don't because i don't think people like all realize like who he was like you know, because he has his head down a lot and just does, just keeps working and doesn't really come up much, you know, it seems like. So, you know, he's kind of like a hero in the shadows, the hero that we, that you know, we deserve. <laughs> um, so it's just like, it's cool to see when that happens that the, the developers are just so accessible and come in and just talk to anybody and everybody and take questions like that.
5: That's the beauty of this space. Like, can you imagine, Cameron, going into like a, I don't know, one of those uh coinbase rooms or like even an open sea room where the founders are talking you would never be able to hop on stage and connect with the host they normally keep the audience on mute and they rarely ask the the community for questions but in this in this room it's totally different and is this your first time in this room cameron in these type of spaces
1: No, no, no. I've been in these spaces a lot, actually. This is my first time actually using Twitter spaces because I'm in Clubhouse a lot. Um, But, like, I I think the community out there is starting to come to Twitter spaces.
5: 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, I used to use uh, Clubhouse a lot, and I can see the communities moving to um, Twitter spaces. But if you were in our rooms in the past, you would see Sunny in here, you would see Crypto Cito and a few other important figures and Cosmos. Just regularly exactly. jump, jumping in, even even Popmos is in here, but that guy's more like a little troll. Like he, he doesn't ever speak, but he does throws 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 a, th- a thumbs up and everything here and there.
3: Dude, I'm just so so thought about I thought about the other night with Popmos. I was like, hmm. knowing knowing him, which we don't don't even know if it's a him, but. Judging on their account, it wouldn't surprise me if they were developing some voice to, or sorry, text to voice in the Potmost voice so that they could (laughs) talk in one of our spaces without revealing their voice and automatically doing the uh, amazing puppy talk. (laughs) That thought was going through my mind. I loved it. I was just imagining getting on stage one day. Legendary. Did you guys see the countdown
6: tweets? He's still counting down. Dear yeah, God, each
7: other if the white paper then. written I'm going to hurt someone.
5: We'll have to have a translator. I got you. No, <laughs> no way. Is that white paper really in his language?
4: No, 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 no. He's <laughs> saying, like, what if it is? Oh. <laughs> but because uh, he, oh he released like, a picture, like, a little that says white, white paper, you know, getting yeah. people hyped. So perfect timing, you know, for right before our spaces, you know, get us all excited. Unless yeah, the big boys it. listening right now, it might be a little too late for him.
5: Let's read it. I know you. I know somebody shared that white pupper.
7: Yeah, I think it's just a picture. I don't think he posted the or they posted the actual white paper.
6: Yeah, it's just no, a picture. Yeah. I think. Exactly.
4: Yeah, the white paper is to uh, still to come.
2: Tomorrow,
6: tomorrow, the white
3: paper pup paper comes out. We're assuming it's a meme point, right? Like. Well, what's interesting is you know maybe not everyone knows this. I know a lot of us have seen that the screenshot, very blurred that they posted that looks a lot like an osmosis clone, like the osmosis UI, but Pubmosified. And like, I don't know. I feel like if um, that is the case. Sorry, what? I'm just I
7: found the screen. I'm just looking at the screenshot. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, like a-
3: if that is the case. Um, I don't think it'll be as like a bad thing necessarily like in a lot of ways you know capitalism works and one of those ways like the whole competition breeds innovation thing and so yeah there if they are an osmosis clone or fork or however you phrase it they're not going to dethrone osmosis by almost any chance but. Even if they have you know one or two features that they might add that osmosis didn't that makes the osmosis community go like hey we need to vote to have these things like that's a cool idea like then that's a win in my book so like any kind of active development in this space as long as it's not looking to rug people even if it's copying from a, some existing code and making changes like I can, I can support that like I've, I've, I've kind of thought about that screenshot a lot and it got brought up and I don't know, that's where I stand with it, but we'll see what they actually come out with. I have a feeling it might be a little bit more than just an Osmosis clone.
7: It oh, looks yeah. like I'm staring at it right now. It looks like it could be called, like, Pupmosis. Like... That would... That... <laughs> oh, I mean, like, no. like, if you look at it, like, he's got it... If, dude, I, dude, I, dude, I can dude. send a link to the... Or maybe if Gaines can do it, I'll send it to the... To the Tricky.
5: Tricky's a host, I, so he I, don't I, have to do it.
3: I think I know what they're doing. They're making a curve type thing. How Curve specializes in liquidity pools for stable coins, they're gonna specialize in liquidity pools for pop coins. So like Chihuahua, you know, all the future ones we're gonna have Popmos. That that's definitely it's gonna be an Osmosis dedicated to
7: pops. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it looks identical to Osmosis except in the top corner where it says Osmosis. It like the word is blurred out, but I feel like it's gonna say Popmosis because it's longer. Than the word "putmos" would be in like the text.
6: It's time to stake while you can. Did we miss the snapshot? I thought we did. Or did I mean did... there was no official date I yet? Don't think...
3: Anything? Yeah.
9: Wait, we did snapshot for what?
6: Staking the putmos'
3: validator.
9: Yeah, this is a good time. To talk like anything that. has been
3: said like... in any official capacity about an airdrop whatsoever, I think the community has just come to assume from his cryptic. Pup tweets and how things are going in past. Like, like I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think anything's been said about an airdrop or snapshot. No, I think he
7: tweeted said he reward pup most rewards his friends. Let's see if I can find it.
3: Right. Yeah. 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 So I mean, that's more or less a confirmation. But you know, who knows? You can reward people in other ways than an airdrop. Yeah. Or, but, or yeah. other ways than by taking to a validator. Like he assumed. Uh, how long has the
6: validator been up? He's still synonymous, right? We don't we don't know we don't know the identity of this dog, correct?
4: Correct. Nobody knows. The correct is an unknown dog. I think he's definitely somebody we can trust though, because he's like friends with the core devs. Because um he, sunny. when D&S, if they was sunny, that'd be friggin' nuts. Psyop Psy for real. Hold up, did people see Coney Daddy's tweet about Sonny and Wasmington maybe being confirmed with the same person? No, okay, I saw We're, that.
3: I thought he was just memeing. Is there some, it looks like a meme. I don't know, maybe, yeah, I don't some know meme. what what is Wasmington's deal. I'm not sure how he fits in. I he though, I'll be honest. Washington was, like, the founding father
4: of liquidity, is, like, what they call him. He was one of the first people to add liquidity to the Osmosis atom pool um, and kind of, like, get things kick-started, um, and he's kind of been, like he said, like, synonymous the whole time and kind of not let people know who he is. I think that's, like, the perfect way for, like, maybe Sonny to, like, be a validator on his own chain, but, you know, not say it's him. But also, too, it could just be literally somebody else that kind of, like, ran with it. And just went with it and, you know, are using the brand to keep doing what they're doing. I have some theories on who Wasington is, but
10: I don't know.
3: That is very I, I didn't know that about him being an initial liquidity provider. I saw some tweet somewhere, I think it was a reply to one of his that joked about him being a buyer of last resort. And that kind of fits into that. So that that's interesting. Yeah.
4: He's in the CEO interview, that's uh that's what he said. That's why they they kinda where he came from um but but uh he so the Coney daddy tweet was like we had to create the lore or something and then blah 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 and also sunny is crypto father and it was in quotations though did you see that are, you, are we talking about the same tweet
10: i'll, I'll pin it so everybody could read it One i'm second. not sure yeah give it a pin So I'm
7: scrolling through Pupmos' Twitter. One thing is that he makes a lot of like insights on drama and stuff in puppy language, but he seems like a decent person. But then also says things like, I'm deleting in uh, eight hours. I'm very sneaky. And then somebody says how to claim steak drop. And he, he replies, soon, friend. Um,
10: there was something literally just the word friend drop. Oh, the first one. Yeah, I
4: used the Wayback machine to go see that, and it was like something about an airdrop with staking and friend drop or
3: something. Yeah, I'm
10: Sorry. just reading the page right now.
3: Yeah, it'd be crazy if he somehow, maybe using like Sputnik, did an airdrop to people who have been friendly on Twitter with the account. Like, you know, maybe st- staking to his validator will only matter if you took a screenshot of it or posted about doing it. That would be such a plot twist. Between
7: December 8th, pop drop soon, friends.
3: Yeah, a friend drop. <laughs> I don't know.
7: And he always says, like, how everybody's
4: his friend and how the core developers, like Ben 2 Bar 4 and all them, were his friends. So, I don't know. I think it's going to, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gave a bonus airdrop to people who are delegating to him, but it's it's going to be more than just his delegators for sure. I almost think that the countdown is snapshots. Like, he's doing a snapshot thing. But I could be wrong. I just don't know what the hell the numbers are for. Uh, A.K.T. Will was there last night. I think it was actually his post that Connie Daddy replied to. And I think I actually read it wrong.
13: A.K.T. Will probably knows. Yeah, that's why I figured I'd pop in. I just saw um, the reply to my tweet. So, what's up, you guys? What's hey. going on? Yeah, I, I, think, I think he's just... When I saw that, I thought he was just having having fun fucking around.
4: See, I wasn't sure because he put it in quotations and had the picture of Sonny at the... Uh, it was the picture, your picture of Sonny at the blockchain uh, thing last night. So I wasn't sure if he was quoting something that Sonny said. So that's yeah, no, Connie wasn't there. No, no, yeah, but... Yeah, so you're right. But the, they had a Zoom link, too, that you got to uh, listen in on.
13: But, dude, how was that? I wanted to go, but... I didn't want to make the drive. and not have to come back. It was I'm so epic. There. I was. I was just <laughs> so glad that I went. I mean, he started off just talking about like empires and like countries and like related like Ethereum to like an empire and like how like containerization is like this really interesting thing that was solved across like um, just like like ship like not containerization like like Linux and Docker but like shipping containers. And of course, like I knew what he was talking about because all the students, probably not all of them are like IBC Maxis, but, um, you know, he talked about like IBC and just, it was just so beautiful and elegant, eloquent, like the way everything came together. Um, so he really talked about, you know, IBC, Cosmos. Um, towards the end, he got into osmosis, um, but, and and some details around liquid staking and um trying to remember all of it. there was there was just so much information it was just so great to see uh sunny in person and then i was lucky enough to just like you know jam with um the team because um, i'm actually working on an auto compounder for osmosis and uh, i showed them a demo of what i'm building and they were super stoked and we went out afterwards and it's just it was just great man i just it was great to see everyone in person i met uh the product designer um to so the operations people i met um valor dragon the whole team they're all just super cool people
4: that's so awesome dude i literally was i'm like a three-hour drive away and like to the damn minute i was literally contemplating driving down there like i reserved my ticket on event right and everything and then i just didn't get done with like work stuff and everything before i, I had to leave so i was like ah oh, i just gotta miss it this time
9: where was that
4: in uh in berkeley,
9: in berkeley. But, oh, the uh, berkeley thing.
13: Uh, so yeah, but according to AKT well, it was definitely it's definitely
4: worth it so next time I'm going to have to just suck it up oh yeah life,
13: life changing <laughs> I'm also but I'm also working on like a very specific thing and I really have been having like I had to reverse engineer Osmosis to try to figure out like a lot of the API endpoints and I'm kind of juggling between like the RPC like the LCD REST client and also the validator APIs and just like I've been on the discord and the you know I just feel like I need to get like a direct connection to some of the engineers on that team for what I'm building, and so I think I, I got their attention. So that was kind of my my reason for wanting to get, to go there.
4: Yeah, dude, hell yeah, that's dope. You know, I think that's one thing we were highlighting earlier was how accessible like the developers are and the team members are. You know, like you said, you you were just at the event with them. You got to connect with them, go out with them, show them your your product you're making, and it's just fucking awesome. You know, and I think especially that's, that's dope to hear that you were kind of an auto-compounder because I know that's, like, one of the first things that are always on people's minds every day when they go to claim their rewards.
13: It's like, why isn't this just automated? So... <laughs> yeah, I think the way I'm, I may end up doing it is just working with them on it and just potentially, like, it might be, like, manual at first, but you just kind of describe what you want your investment to be and then you do it. I think there might be an issue with, like, if you automatically do it, there's some kind of a tax thing that they don't necessarily want to be responsible for. Um, but we're looking at that, and also something with AuthZ to potentially um, put it like on the user to delegate like what they want to do. But yeah, we're going to hopefully sort some of this stuff out in the coming weeks. And um, I've got I've got something working with the CLI right now, but it requires that you use your mnemonic. Um, it just uses CosmJS and Protobufs, um, and I'm basically working on a UI to integrate it with Kepler. Um, the only issue with Kepler is that then you have to click okay like a bunch of times, right? Because we're automating all the swaps, trades, join the pool, and then locking the LP tokens. Um, so, you know, in an ideal world, you just click once and then it just does everything for you. Um, Cause I, I don't know about you guys, but I got in, in June, like the second week or like day number seven or eight, I think Osmosis opened. So I'm, I, I got in through AKT, I know Greg, and um, I ended up kind of yellowing pretty early on. And um, so for me, like the epoch time, just, it's, it's time consuming <laughs> these days. So I need to find a way to optimize my time. That's, that's where this product's getting built out of.
7: That's super, super cool, man. I remember like Sonny actually said in his interview with CryptoSeedo uh, that he has no intention of creating an auto compounder. Because he likes the idea of people coming back to the protocol every day and using it. That's like usership and getting people like continually using the protocol. So you're just breaking the plan.
13: Yeah, I think I think that what they're realizing, though, especially with like the decks, is that if they don't do something, somebody else will. And so they're starting to kind of open up to the idea. And I think kind of like maybe in some kind of a, either partnership or doing it in a way where it's like you would still – maybe come to the epoch and then like pick your investment strategy and then at least like, I mean, I, I'm kind of coming to a hybrid model now where I think you would come in and you pick your investment strategy then click the button and it would do it um, versus like auto compounding where you just like set and forget and, and you don't have to show up for the epoch. Um, I think that would actually involve Coswasm. and because their smart contracts are going to be permissioned, we'd have to enable those through governance anyways. So in my mind, I think, like, the first version is we just build this thing client-side, make it so you still come in during the epoch, and then, you know, if we can, and the community votes it, we could make a proposal and then create a smart contract to then actually do the auto-compounding, where you don't... You just set it, forget it, you come back, like, a week later, and you've been compounding every day at the epoch.
7: That's super cool. I guess my question, and I'm not a dev at all, so um, would the... Uh, with the development of the smart contract allow you to basically, like, sign for it a single time? Like, speaking for myself, I use a hardware wallet, so I can't, like, have Kepler onto my phone or something and do the uh, the Epochs. So, like, would you be able to get around the, you know, the signing on a
13: physical device aspect of things if you did it the one time or not? Yeah, I think the whole idea of the smart contract is that it, it's, you're trusting it, you know, and so I feel like it would be audited. And once it would get voted by governance, like if you click accept to that smart contract, um, whatever it is, whatever it does, um, it it just has access to whatever you you granted it. I I have to admit though I'm I'm not a Coswasm dev. Like I'm I've coded in like you know twenty plus different languages, and I plan to learn Coswasm. Um, I'm more just kind of like getting into the space now through building this um, tool with the APIs and actually I'm, I'm building a lot of this in just uh, Node and JavaScript uh, on the client and protobuf but I think the, the second version will be in Coswasm but from what I do understand I think smart contracts in general like part of the reason why they're all so dangerous is because they have full power to do stuff I don't think it's something that like it can't do something that it isn't already programmed to do right so it's not like it can change its behavior, right? So the behavior of the contract is already kind of set. So once you kind of engage with it, um, I think I think it's set in stone.
3: Yeah, there's a really good example of that that happened recently. Um, the Badger DAO hack that a lot of people, I'm sure heard about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago at this point on Ethereum. What happened there was like, not that the, the DAO contract that was you know, audited and checked out, had a vulnerability, but that someone managed to do either a man in the middle attack or submit a new contract. I'm not sure on that end, but basically people, when they went on to, you know, check their sign into Badger DAO one day with their ledger, their, you know, wallet connect, whatever you might use. One day there was like a new set of permissions that popped up. And most people just clicked through them, like just just thinking, I've used this this D app before, I know it's safe, like, oh, this is, not realizing it was like, you know, the first time you use an app on Kepler, it'll say like, they want this wants to connect your wallet, it wants to be able to view your address, request your signature, that kind of thing. Um, and then when you use certain DEXs, not on Osmosis, but like if you guys have ever used any DEXs on Kronos or, Uh, I think Secret, most of the ones on Secret Network, you know, you have to like enable and all the ones on Ethereum, you have to enable your wallet or the app to talk to that coin. So if you want to trade USDT, you'd have to like sign a contract, allowing that app to communicate with your USDT tokens. And so like, I think that's a good example of like what... AKT Whale was talking about where like the underlying badger DAO that people had used for so long wasn't, you know, vulnerable or malicious, but rather at some point there was a new like prompt. And I think that's also just an awesome example to keep out for. That has made me always check every Kepler pop-up pop-up that comes wow. and double check that suddenly an app I've used before isn't asking for new permissions or something. Um so I guess learn, trying to learn from history on that one, but yeah, the core core apps like contract, if they've been looked at, they can't be changed.
13: Yeah, it's not it's not like you're putting your mnemonic in these contracts like that. Then if if someone has your mnemonic, obviously they can do anything they want. And uh, is I think it's more or less just like a a set contract. I do get afraid though sometimes cuz I know Kepler does these updates and like it'll ask me for my password sometimes. And uh not obviously my mnemonic, but even that freaks me out <laughs> like a little bit. Just I'm like oh man, like why is it asking me? Like <laughs> But yeah, I'm always cautious, always.
3: Wait, do you do you not have Kepler set to like re-enter the password every time? you like refresh or not uh, reset your browser. So whether it's a computer restart or just a reset of the, the browser, that's how it works for me.
13: Um, I I just think like every couple of days it asks me, um, I have a lock on my computer. Do you like shut down your computer no, overnight? I, though? It. Or is it a lock? I just, I just put it to sleep, but there's, but, but it locks itself. Okay. Gotcha. Yep.
3: So I have like a desktop, and when I shut it down, like I have to put in my Kepler password every day it. like when I boot up, but yeah, no, that would freak me out. I get what you mean, yeah,
9: I don't know if you guys use uh Kepler mobile with ledger uh, it's been working good for me you, you can literally do anything on asbus in your mobile in your mobile phone so with with uh ledger which which is super super secure, so I don't know if you guys use it.
7: I haven't tried. I, I'm actually glad to know that works. Thank you for telling me. But I've, I've been a little fr- afraid of using the Bluetooth functionality of Ledger on my phone, only because I've been warned that could be a vector of attack more than just like a hardwire.
9: Because the thing, the thing with the Ledger is not like the Bluetooth doesn't send any anything. Anything that needs to be signed, signed in your d- device So. So far, there there haven't been any hack related to the Bluetooth since Ledger launched it. Let me see, two years ago. So, so far it's been safe. So. Mm. And and it's kind of pretty pretty easy of use. You could have your Ledger in your pocket when you wake up, like in, in in your home. You wake up, you don't have to open your laptop. You just go on your phone. You claim all your rewards. You can go on an Osmosis and do all your trading and stuff. So. Yeah, I think it's something to look at, but it it's all depends on everybody like preference. you know what I mean Someone might like to use it. someone else might want to be super safe and just use the laptop. you know what I mean, <laughs> but I think it's actually safer than just using a uh, the 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 wallet in your phone without the ledger. so that's what I think.
7: Uh, I think I'm gonna bounce, guys. Thanks so much for a great space, good times as always, great insights and information, learning about Novadow's pivot and all that. And uh, yeah, have a good night, everybody.
9: All right, have a good one.
10: You too. Till next yeah. time. Have a good
9: night. Oh, I have a question, AKT. Um, for for now, are you are you able to uh, deploy oh. like a node, a validator oh. node, on Akash right now?
13: Uh yeah no I mean people people do 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 that.
9: So you could be a validator on let's say on Osmosis and instead of buying all your equipment you could just deploy in in Akash right?
13: Yeah and I think the dream would be if you're staking enough you can just pay for all your infrastructure with your staking rewards. Jacob
3: thank you for remembering that. I I had, had that I remember we were talking about that the other
13: night. Yeah That's so, awesome to hear AKT Will, yeah.
9: All right so no can we do it now or it's something they're working on? Oh,
13: no. I mean, you can you can do that now. And I I, I know that, like, well, I actually focused a lot on databases. Um, and I know that persistence was, was something for a while that was not there. And I know now that they support persistence. So from a technical standpoint, they've got persistence and they've got compute. So if you have those two things, you can definitely create nodes. I mean, I'm talking about, like, Ethereum nodes, Bitcoin nodes. Uh, therefore, you could make, you know, validators. So definitely, one oh, hundred percent.
9: Okay. Oh, so, uh, where, where do I go to to learn more about that? Like, on the Discord or something?
13: Yeah, Discord's a great spot for that, for sure. All right, cool, cool. Thanks. Yeah, you're
4: Patrick and Leaf or Leif. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong.
13: How did you guys come up? How yeah, I
14: it? got a, uh, I got two questions. If that's okay. Um, My first question really is more just to learn a little bit more about Juno. Um, I haven't really gotten too deep into Juno yet. And I want to know kind of from a developer's perspective, uh, like, what's the barrier of entry almost for that? Uh, And then my other question is more kind of towards governance and voting. Um, I was wondering, like, if they... Because for me, voting is kind of like more of a hassle than... I know that's not good. But it's more of a hassle than it is just like a streamlined process where it's just like as easy as sending a tweet kind of thing. Obviously not the same equivalency. Uh, But like, is there any way that it could be a lot like even more streamlined so it's easier to vote kind of thing? Because with the ledger, like you have to... Have it plugged in and like I'm I'm not always like going on uh like Osmosis and kelper all the time because I do other things so I'm like I don't tend to I miss votes a lot so I feel bad for that but I just I don't know so yeah
4: <laughs> yeah those are good questions um for the developer perspective AKT it sounds like you might be more knowledgeable on that subject if you want to take that and then like maybe talk about the the governance
13: part or are you. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Can, can someone just like paraphrase it, The question
14: um, for the Juno side, I just really want to know, like, uh, the barrier entry for a, as a developer who's not really in Web three yet, is Juno like an option for just a regular developer, almost like a, J, uh, a JavaScript developer, just in general? I f- I think like a big part of Juno still
13: is the Cosmos, the Rust, so. You know, I do know a lot of JavaScript developers um, are moving to Rust. You know, there was kind of like, um, like Brendan Eich, the creator of JavaScript, actually is a big Rust fan. Um, not saying that makes it an easy language, but it, it's like kind of a sign of where things are going. You know, Sounds WebAssembly. Jack Dorsey. And, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a language you're going to want to learn. Um, if you haven't done it yet, you know, start picking it up, and it, it's interesting because it, I always tell myself, I'm like, either I'm going to learn Go, or I'm going to learn Rust, and and the reason was actually because one, Brendan and I kept talking about Rust, and then the other one was for Go was because you know Kubernetes, and just you know automating, and replicating infrastructure uh, on the Kubernetes side, everyone builds like their Kubernetes operators in, in Go, and then comes the Cosmos, and it's like. You know, the Cosmos SDK is written in Go. So if you want to build your own blockchain, you can use the Cosmos SDK and write in Go or you use Starport and write, write in Go. Um, but then when you enable the smart contracts module, um, the Cosmos, and that's all at Rust. So, I, you know, Juno, I think, makes it easier to, like, mint your own token. Kind of similar to how, like, Ethereum, like, all these tokens kind of share the same chain. So I think what Juno is doing, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, but this is from what I just gather, sounds like you can mint a token and it's on the Juno chain. So in, in essence, it's not really like you're benefiting from IBC for those tokens. Like you don't have their own sovereign chain, but they, it is easier to launch. Then you don't have to have, you don't have to get your own validators. Because I think like, you know, instead of, like for on Polkadot, for example, you want to launch a, a token, you have to like you know pay for a val- uh, not a you have to pay for a parachain slot and do these crowd loans, right? So with you know with Cosmos SDK, you can just literally deploy code, but you do have to get validators, right? So with Juno, you don't have to get validators if you launch a CW twenty token, right? Because the whole infrastructure is there. Um, I guess the downside is we could see something similar to what's happening with Ethereum. I don't know how long that would take, um, but to answer your question more succinctly, uh, I think Rust would be the language you want to learn. That's the smart contract language, and I do think th- the good thing is I believe I've seen somewhere on some website a bunch of these like modules, kind of built for the Juno ecosystem. Really, it's a Cosmos ecosystem, but they're kind of putting some Juno branding on it. Um, and you know, I mean, the language is a bit funky, um, but it doesn't look like terribly hard and so if you're already coding in javascript you know just start picking it up maybe do like a code academy class or you know some youtube videos and i'm sure if with some dedication you'll you'll be writing some smart contracts in no time cool
14: thank you so much i appreciate that a lot
15: yeah i'd like to continue on what he said i mean um a bird in a hand is worth two in the bush and you know like a akt will said i thought i'd give you a penny for your thoughts because with the superfluid staking, a penny saved is a penny earned. And, you know, it could be a perfect storm. And what I also always think is, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And I don't think I, I don't want to bark up the wrong tree or anything. But us, you know, birds, is a, uh, birds of a feather flock together, you know, and I don't think I want to bite off more than I could chew or anything. But when it comes to staking, it can cost an arm and a leg. When you're trying to do LPs and staking and get these airdrops, you know, you don't want to do something at the drop of a hat. So do unto others as you would have done unto to you. You know what they say. And don't count your ki- don't count your chickens before they hatch. And don't cry or spill milk. Because every cloud has a silver lining. And when you when this happens, you know, when you're participating in this ecosystem, you have to keep in mind that every cloud has a silver lining and every once in a while you can get a taste of your own medicine. You can give someone the cold shoulder when you sell, you can go on a wild goose chase, you know, and sometimes there's bigger fish to fry and ignorance is bliss. But it's a piece of cake to kill two birds with one stone. And let me let the cat out of the bag. That dig chain is probably a good investment from here, and here, from here on. You know, you'll live and learn on thin ice. And once in a blue moon, I'll play devil's advocate to say, you know, what I'll say is we can maybe take a rain check with a grain of salt because the ball is in everyone here's court. And um, the devil's in the details. When you look at these osmosis coins, man, there's LPs everywhere you can check out. The whole nine yards of them. You know, it's as right as rain, bolt and blue, burn." You don't want to burn bridges before the calm, before the storm. And that's all I have to say right there. Thank you, guys. Represent Cosmos ecosystem community.
10: Um, goddamn. Thanks. Damn, son. Wow.
5: <laughs> no,
10: Hell no. yeah.
5: <laughs> You're going to be the president of the friggin' Cosmos spaces in here in a little bit, sir. Yeah, man. It takes two to tango. Amen, brother. Yeah, so uh, let no
15: stone go unturned, and let sleeping dogs die, and, uh, you know, we'll be like two peas in a pod on cloud nine, and you know what I say, once a ship has sailed, time is money. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad I could leave my mark on the Cosmos ecosystem tonight. Bye, Netta.
4: Hell yes, Netta gang. How, how much right? is Netta right now?
15: <laughs> how have you not kicked me out of this um, chat yet?
13: <laughs>
4: you're 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 entertaining, man. We have you guys
13: it. have you guys seen pool number six hundred and thirty yet?
4: Yeah. Is it, is it real? <laughs> yeah, six thirty 630 and six thirty-one. Wait, which one is six thirty-one? Uh, there's an Ion Neta and that uh, Osmo. Oh, okay. Ion, wow. Yeah, Ion Neta is fifty-fifty, and uh, Osmo Neta is what is it? Ninety eighty twenty so interesting oh yeah
15: so you're saying we see eye to eye
4: very much so sir when it rains it pours
13: hell yes interesting character i got i got a question for you guys so i we i'm sure some of us got that nom that nom nom uh, nomic airdrop yep yeah it's been staking like a boss right yeah. Oh, yeah so what one thing i noticed i read through i I read their um i don't know they had a write-up or whatnot they're not using cosmos sdk i'm like in, that was kind of interesting i mean I, but they are apparently um you know in quote unquote in the cosmos so that was kind of interesting what has, does I anyone think, else know much about that
9: i think the thing is they're gonna go to a uh network upgrade, I think in a couple of days or weeks, that's when they will be upgraded to the Cosmos SDK. So that's why you're not able to withdraw all your quen right now.
13: Okay, so you think that they actually are going to eventually be on the Cosmos SDK? That was just... Um, I don't know. They, they no, I mean, It's I, in I should... testnet. It's still in testnet. It's still
9: on testnet, yeah.
13: Okay. I just remember reading something, it was almost like they decided to kind of go their own way. They're like, oh yeah, we, we kinda of like made our own like rust thing, or I don't know what it was exactly, but it was I was like, huh, this is strange. Like No, I think
6: they, they they still have to en- they have to enable IBC, but they're still in testnet, I believe.
13: And then they also if- mentioned something as if like their bitcoins are gonna be on um Osmosis, but like there was no confirmation on Osmosis's side of that. Um, cause I know, you know, they're obviously going to be, you know, choosing their partners or bridges or, you know, whatever for Ethereum and for Bitcoin. Um, but it was interesting, like the way Nomek wrote it was as if it was like already a done deal, um, which, which I asked Sonny about, and then I can tell you that he did not confirm what Nomek said. Interesting.
6: Yeah. I think it's still up in the air a little bit. I was reading some of it too, but, um, It's going to be interesting.
4: Yeah, definitely got to do more research on that. Mike, I feel like when projects are coming in, they probably assume, like, oh, it's a Dex. Like, like as soon as we get into Cosmos, we can just list our coin on Osmosis. And it's not necessarily as easy as it sounds. It's more of a permission Dex. So, you know, I probably bet bet that's what they, oh, we'll we'll be on Osmosis in no time. And then they realize, like, oh, shit, we didn't really plan this out good.
9: yeah I just hope they deliver because I'm like I can't wait for bitcoin on <laughs> on cosmos.
6: <laughs> it's still a type of wrapped, isn't it? I believe it's a uh, synthetic.
9: I don't think it's a synthetic but I don't know. I don't know the the back end yet so i'm i'm yeah. i'm like I'm like looking and stuff i'm I'm waiting for them to uh like publish the white paper, so I'm kinda like waiting.
3: Mm -hmm. So, from what I've gathered, and yeah, without a white paper, is that they're, I know they're using the new Taproot upgrade, which gives, like, it gave Bitcoin, like, basic smart chain or smart contract functionalities, and, you know, in their bio, I'm not sure if it still is that, I know it used to be, like, we make Bitcoin side chains and stuff, so I was assuming, and based off... just general stuff I'd read that they might be synthetic in the way that, like, Ethereum is on Solana, like what just happened, but the difference being like WBTC on Ethereum and stuff, there's, it's not backed by a smart contract, there's a company that holds Bitcoin and issues WBTC onto the blockchain for Ethereum. And then you know from there it gets bridged to other chains even. But I think Nomics approach is that they are actually gonna have a basic smart contract through a Bitcoin side chain that talks to or is built on probably Tenderman would be my guess, which is how like I'm looking at their documentation right now and they're saying, you know, the first IBC network, not based on the cosmos SDK. Um, so that's kind of the approach I think they're taking. Um, And I'm also pretty sure they're in mainnet. That's what the airdrop was the other day. Because prior to the airdrop, you could go to the same address and claim a different airdrop with a big banner that was saying, like, these are testnet tokens. You'll be able to claim real ones when the network launches. So I think these are like real tokens. It's not a testnet. It's just that they haven't enabled or gone on to many of their major steps of development moving forward, such as like IBC connection and proving to us and showing us exactly how they're gonna be locking up Bitcoin in a trustless manner. But that's where I think they stand as of now. I don't know if anyone knows anything contrary. I could be wrong, but that's what I've gathered. I've looked into them quite a bit because I think it's pretty interesting um, that Bitcoin has some form of smart contracts now at all. Like that's just, it does open up a new world of possibilities for this kind of stuff. That's just
9: happened a couple months ago. Before he's gonna
5: Jimmy, was there any like uh YouTube is with them with any like big influencers like Crypto Cito? Speaking about CryptoCito
3: maybe? I don't I haven't seen any like you know, in-depth uh videos or like, you know, analysis or interviews with the team or anything, but I'm I'm pretty sure that I got turned on to them through some developer. Like, I, I I, almost don't want to say this because I could be wrong because I don't remember, but I almost feel like I saw someone like Jack Zamplin or uh, Sonny or something like that tweet about them a while ago um, yeah, in, like, a positive manner. So that's kind of where I first started looking into it. I think he was. Beyond that, you I don't think... know. I guess we just got to pay attention and be careful, right? For yep. sure. For sure. Definitely. I don't think it has, like, a block explorer, for example. Um, oh, bro. So- I mean, I, again, could be wrong, but I haven't seen one that works. You know, it's not mint scannable or ping-pubbable at the moment. So for all we know, you know, there, it could be a Hulk situation. So yeah, just got to be careful. But interesting way they've done stuff. Like, I i don't know why projects are getting so used to dropping, like, one blog post and an airdrop before even a light paper. Like, at least in back in 2017, like, a lot of projects, at least, like, pretended to do stuff the right way and like would release a light paper or white paper that were bullshit, but at least like kind of, now it's like, it's very different and it's not necessarily bad. Like a lot of projects have done that successfully and been awesome, but um, it is just like weird that something like this is out there without like some documentation we can really dig into beyond a blog post and some, some tweets and stuff.
5: Thanks bro. we got a few new speakers joining. What's up? oh dude I, uh y'all are talking about nomic uh
12: that's what I'm guessing um yeah that's a pretty cool project um so like I have a lot of ideas pertaining to nomic in terms of like you know mining like integrating a proof of work like chain onto like you know with the utilizing these smart contracts and like just throwing ideas right now kind of like. I guess, I just think it's so fascinating what we could do with like smart contracts and then versus proof of work uh, stuff and then gamification. And, and that's kind of like where I'm taking it.
8: Hey guys, uh, my name is Vin. Thanks for letting me speak. I appreciate it. Tender, I wanted to just address what you were just saying. I'm the founder of a DAO, of the Pulse Citizen DAO. And it is going to be only an NFT that is an algorithmic smart contract. And I started the conversation with everyone here on Twitter space, right at the Genesis point of when I was acquiring just enough intellectual property, right? For me to feel comfortable URLs and an LLC is now formed and it's going to slowly progress and I'm very, very purposefully starting it. So everybody can kind of be a part of the conversation because I, I I believe at the core one vote, one person should be represented in a proper DAO. If it's really a decentralized autonomous organization um, that wants real voting representation. So I have a white paper. It was like a master outline kind of, right? Not even close to a white paper, almost a stream of consciousness as to what the underlining premise of what we're doing is. Um, I totally get what you're saying. People doing this airdrop and not like doing a light paper or any, anything whatsoever and trying to get something out there. I'm like literally doing the opposite, going at a, crawl sp- pace, uh, at a snail's pace, a turtle's pace, because ultimately it's really the hex and the pulse ecosystem that I'm, you know, ultimately talking to as people become citizens of the Dow and vote for things, um, which is representative of the lifestyle uh, in general, kind of a lifestyle club, a rewards-based system. Um, but I totally hear what you're saying on that, man. I, I I very much relate to that. And if anyone wants to know more about it, be happy DM me. Check out the website. There's a outline white paper on there. It's all literally about a week old and um, slowly progressing. Wait,
3: so just to clarify, are you, are you saying you're building a DAO on Pulse Pulse Chain?
8: Well, ultimately, it will be um, It will be eventually. I think when it gets released, it will be. I was toying back and forth with doing a pre-sale on Ethereum, but I'm being as ideological as I can in the process and with zero rush, right? I have no rush. So ultimately... That's the, awesome. Yeah, um, so ultimately, <laughs> I do want the citizenship to be a PLS purchase of the nft not an ethereum purchase of the nft it's got to remain to the core underlining value of what pulse is so So, i
3: guess two quick questions for you one like is just because you're in here i'm curious do you have any plans like to somehow try and integrate that with like cosmos ibc or something um and then my second question would be I've never actually talked to a person that has by, I, I thought Hex was a, I thought it was all bots online posting about Hex and Pulse Chain. Could you speak a little bit about what made you choose oh, God, Pulse Chain? Yeah. Cause you absolutely sound genuine and I'm, I'm very interested.
8: Well, I mean, Pulse Chain is a, is a product of Richard Hart, just like Hex is. Everybody that is in Hex knows exactly what Pulse Chain and Pulse X is. You know, you've got a Ethereum fork and you've got a Uniswap fork. Um, I own both Hex and I sacrificed into um, PulseX for the freedom of movement. If you don't understand what the sacrifice is, I can explain that. But ultimately, it's, you know, very ingenious way around security law, while at the same time making a political statement. Very much a part of everything that I'm doing personally in the ecosystem of Pulse Citizen doubt and most importantly, very much everything that Richard Hart has been doing um, regarding the sacrifice on Pulse on, on, on Pulse Chain originally, like a few months back or six months ago, um, and Pulse X. So yeah, there's a, there's a there's a massive underlining following, a massive following of very real people that are trying to just get out the word one by one group by group, of this is what HEX is, um, it is real, and we believe, I believe, and a lot of people that are very a lot smarter than me believe, that Pulse Chain is the actual answer to Ethereum problems that they've been trying to solve, and it looks like, even though we're getting these upgrades and London Fork, whatever, it's still going to be a while, you know, I mean, I think Vitalik said it themselves, so... You know, this is all coming to light. Ultimately, the citizenship, the NFT, and it is only going to be an NFT. There will never be a coin or a token that is that is that is issued. Um, but there's game theory involved that requires participation, and there is a foundation and a very big philanthropic effort that's an underlining foundation of the Pulse Citizen DAO. Well, well, I
3: would still, I would urge you to look at maybe making a DAO in the cosmos I, I i don't think you know pulse chain's gonna be a rug or anything like that but i very much disagree with your prediction and in just the interest of wishing you luck on your project i would suggest you at least check out making a DAO somewhere here within the cosmos that, well, that's where i'll leave it but yeah, either fair. way the best of luck for sure and feel free to
8: I mean when business yeah, is continue. you
3: know No go ahead go ahead
5: sorry guys um this room is dedicated for cosmonauts yep. and things that are related to you know IBC so I'm gonna have to remove the um the guests that came up here to speak. I'm sorry about that.
14: The guys are really sweet. Yeah, at least you guys gave him the opportunity to speak even. I thought that was really nice.
3: Yeah, we it me we're yeah. It in the right direction, but I think that was probably the right move, Gains.
13: Yeah. One interesting thought I had, um, when we were talking about nom- nomic earlier, um, and also thinking about something like Comdex, which I think Comdex will let you uh, buy like commodities. Um, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with CM- CMDX. You can buy it on Osmosis right now. They'll oh, yeah. launch their deck soon. would be super cool if you could farm... An LP with like Bitcoin and gold. Hmm. You know what?
5: Also, Jacob like had a question when we had a community manager from Comdex. He's like, What if we could it would it be possible to transfer our like c gold or whatever assets to like our Kepler wallets? That'd be cool, having like a portfolio just right there in your Kepler wallet.
13: So so if- I wasn't sure if someone was speaking. I'm actually. I don't know too much about Comdex. Other than like, uh, I know a couple people I've talked to are super bullish on it. I've been, you know, just learning as much as I can. But it um, seems like they're going to essentially let you buy, like I guess, commodities, and it's going to be like an index, kind of like Osmosis, but not uh, not like crypto assets, but like other assets. Yeah,
9: based on what I found, it's kind of like. Uh... You will be able to mint. Let's say you, you take you take your atom, you will be able to go on the platform and I think kind of like a staking mechanism, but like you could be able to mint no asset from your atom. So you could mint like a gold. Like if you're a market maker, you could create like a bunch of gold and just LP and other thing. So I I don't really know the whole thing, but it's kind of like the same thing, like, kind of like the
13: gents they going for. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. Feels like Comdex is a sleeper. Uh, no, it is. It is. It is.
9: <laughs> because the thing is, they not. They don't have, they, they haven't launched the platform yet. So it's kind of like people don't really know what they're about to do. So, but it's still, it's still going to be good.
5: It's so. coming soon too. We That's what we were informed.
9: Yeah, it's soon. <laughs> I hey, feel like the
5: next few few more about to be. <laughs> hey, but by the way, cloud. Like, sorry for that guy that interrupted you, man. That was super rude. Like, I, I just gave him just a little bit of time to speak and chill his crap. But honestly, like, that's not gonna happen again. If if that ever happens, I'm immediately getting I got
12: So confused because I jumped in like mid conversation. So like I, you all weren't saying like Namik specifically. So like he jumped in. I thought he was like. Like the facilitator of this conversation. So, like, what are we talking about now again? And, um, and so he had, but he had a point that, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like preaching, which is like this concept behind, um, representing like, um, with participation and NFTs, um, and then, you know, having DAOs and stuff with NFTs and like utilizing, I mean, it's a good tool. NFTs are good, uh, There's stuff that I'm working on right now in in like Omniflix and uh, with NFT like I don't know I was I actually talked to uh Sisla about uh some some stuff I wanted to do and um um, certain concepts about uh, I call it the vibe threes (laughs) uh it's gonna be pretty cool with um staking NFTs like I guess I kind of understand what it means like but anyway um. Yeah, dude. I really appreciate you giving him time and like the, tender and Timmy holding it down, bro. That shit was like, legit.
9: <laughs> yeah, it seemed you, like Dindy's a poor.
4: <laughs> you even didn't call Pulse or Hex a scam. I mean that Wait, was I'm nice so up. sorry. I stepped away for a
10: second.
4: But... <laughs> uh, we were just shouting you out for not being for being so nice and not calling uh Pulse or hex Uh, a scam right off the the bat. You did it in a very nice roundabout way.
3: (laughs) I don't know. You gotta, that's what we're about, right?
4: (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know, give, like, just like that Leaf guy, you know, (laughs) he was funny, you know, it was entertaining, you know, but, you know, wanted to (laughs) give him a little chance to at least talk and feel heard. We have got to get back on topic.
3: <laughs> and he's clearly a cosmonaut because he mentioned Dig Chain. And so no one who's coming in here to just troll knows what Dig Chain is. So, like, that was, that was all in good fun. Yeah. Exactly. The Leaf guy.
4: Yeah. The Leaf guy? Yeah, exactly. He he was actually a cosmonaut. He was just having fun. <laughs> you know, exactly. But, yeah, it's cool to see that, you know, people are having fun late at night, want to come hang with the IBC game.
10: Good
12: I want to kind of talk about let's talk about Billy for a second
10: and uh, Cosmos Hub, bro. Uh, so let's like I don't know,
12: you know, like how you know, how is it that we can make Adam like worth more? You know, um, what could Cosmos Hub do to like sp- like I guess spread its wings? And uh, be more like for, uh, you know, this was something, this is, I got a few big ideas that I'm trying to pitch um, in terms of like, uh, I don't know, people don't like Hedera, but uh, I got, uh, you know, I understand the mirror node type of deal that Hedera offers and um, acquiring one of those might be a move. I just I don't know. That is that I
10: don't know. Just um I don't know. What do you uh...
5: Bro, is it getting late or what, man? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't get what your what your question was. Like well, just how to bring sense. value to
3: Adam, right? Yes, That's
5: yes, it. yes. Um Are you talking about the the rebrand that they were kind of debating? no no well actually i have thoughts about
12: gaia and uh cosmos hub you know i mean there's two different worlds that uh i guess we could live in you know like a regenerative world and and then there's the cosmos hub in space and um stuff like that like i guess uh the um oh man i had it where it's like you know there's two layers to this really it's like there's the social layer nfts and all that and then there's this security layer where we're 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 gaining more and more security and it doesn't have to be just like you know it's kind of connecting to the world and securing itself as well you know um but also you know we got to think about our community and then this kind of like the world or this gaia and and regen uh nfts like all this crazy cool stuff that we can do with the nfts
5: um, supporting the Earth and whatnot. I see, I see. Um, so you're you're super heavy into NFTs, huh? Are you excited about Stargaze launching? Dude, I'm a, I'm actually more excited about
12: Omniflix, to be honest. Oh yeah, just because uh, it's like the YouTube of of um of Cosmos. Stargaze is going to be like the open sea, like of Cosmos.
3: Omniflux is gonna be sweet and like the team behind it, Sisla is so cool. I was like I had like maybe a hundred followers. I was like pretty new on Twitter a couple months ago, and I had some question about I guess their their beta NFT platform that was out. And he scheduled a Google Meets call with me, hopped on, talked me through some stuff, showed me some projects he has like going in the background and I was just like, wow, like, all right, this is amazing. Dude, this was, like, really the, out there for the people. That's now, you know, that, or that recently went through, like, that's going to be a cool platform for sure. That's and how
12: Stargames um, Star 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 and <laughs> Omniflix together, like, I, right now I'm I'm putting my stars, I'm delegating to Omniflix, um, and I, I'm trying to see, like, how the NFTs can just circulate and, like, you know, this, like, community because like Omniflux has like a wider range of kind of nfts and stargaze is like this hub of like like all like nfts and like um you know especially the meme nfts they're talking about like basil mentioned like dude it's gonna be like i don't know you know
3: does anybody here like or liquidity pool or stake or looked into bit song that's another, like, NFT platform we have going that's, like, kind of, the more I look into it, the cooler it gets. Yeah.
13: I saw a post about how they're going to start doing something that's sort of like a bit cloud, and it's going to somehow be embedded in Osmosis. Where, like, you could have yeah. a fan, like, a fan token. The fan token concept
3: is so cool, because, like, I, I just kind of started... Sp- trying to explain it to a friend one day and started like spitballing my own ideas so i was like well i can do a lot with this like you know it could be you hold a certain number of fan tokens you get a, a discount on that artist merch or you can get vip ticket upgrades if you've been staking the coin or you're a fan token for so long or you know there's just so many ways like a creative artist industry that whole place could take a technology like this, and I never considered something like a fan token before. Like, what a cool concept! True, yeah. and this trying to
9: like digitalize. Uh, music is already digitalized, but like having an NFT music place, like a marketplace, so that, that that's that's good. I yeah. don't know, I'm gonna do it, but that's uninteresting. Like, let's say you're a musician, you can have like one thousand copies. Like, everybody buy a copy, and you could sell your. You buy a song from a musician and sell it back. I don't know. Seem interesting.
12: So I had this, I had this concept of uh, what NFTs like are, and like it's kind of like hosting like influence in a in a blockchain, because like you gotta see like if, imagine like being like at a metaverse concert and you got your NFT and like you can like put that nft on stage and like play the music from whatever you know what i'm saying like it's just like it's like this play it's like this real thing that you could put in the blockchain i mean that's like kind of what i like to tell people i'm sure a lot of people know that but like i feel like it just it's a place to start with uh, i ca- i call it hosting influence i don't know what what i came up with that but uh you know the nfts in the metaverse with, um, you know, songs. In um, real world, I mean, you can all, like, compare those in, in, re- in real life and the metaverse at the same time, you know. A lot of big things are coming, bro.
5: There's just so much coming to this space.
13: Hey, what do you guys think about um, Stash and in the context of stars? Just because, like, uh, I, I checked it out. Um, I'm actually doing some stuff on the side with some artists in the Bay Area. And, um, you know, we did get whitelisted for Stash. Um, but Stars. I don't know. It just feels like I don't want to obviously launch the same uh artwork on two platforms. So I'm kind of in the in the midst of like choosing. And I'm just curious curious what your guys' thoughts are. I mean, I'm a fan of Secret. I'm a fan of Stars, but it, it, it's a hard decision because one one platform's out, one isn't.
5: Right. Well, just think about all that liquidity that's coming to Stars, right? Um, there's gonna be a whole bunch of unlocks for uh, Stars. And the way I see it, that could be one of the best opportunities for you to get your artwork out out there before a whole bunch of other artists start, you know, I guess, creating like a um, like a community. So I personally, if if I was an artist, man, I would wait till stars and I would start building your community now and and make sure you start engaging and kind of like promoting your artwork before it launches.
9: Yeah. And I feel like Stash is doing something kind of different because the NFT is secret. so. I feel like stars and stars is public, but stars is secret, so it's kind of different. I think.
13: Yeah, I also feel like stars. I know know this might not be like a good fundamental, but the ticker is good. Like I feel like stars is one of those things where like it's just gonna catch on. The marketing, the branding, you know, the name. Um, it's gonna jump out of the cosmos. You know what I mean?
5: For sure, dude. For sure
12: i sent my friend stars bro and he's staking stars and it's just like that's like i, I like that it's, it's gonna catch on i'm like you got stars stars there's just stars in your eyes and you're just like he you know he's younger so i, I give him a little bit of stars and he starts staking, and he's making money you know it's like and then you know uh
5: i, just, I don't know why it was funny it's just here's your stars <laughs> guys guys about that time to um wrap up the room we've been on for four hours uh tricky any last words since you really did a good job tonight, man, you, you stuck with it for four hours.
4: Oh man. Thanks to everybody that came and <laughs> stuck with us as well for four hours. Um, quick shout out real quick to uh, Highlander nodes down there. I see you. Uh, we appreciate all the, your contributions to the network. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. One of these nights we'll have to have like a uh, space dedicated to validators to come up here and <clears throat> share what they're doing and their thoughts and you know, the ways the community can get involved with them. But, uh, and yeah, thank everybody for coming. It was great to be able to learn a little bit about DAOs and governance and then just keep spitballing and talking with everybody as usual and bringing the community together.
5: Yeah, And one other thing, um, don't forget to um, set your reminders for tomorrow night space or actually I guess Saturday night space. Um, I'm going to be the host for tomorrow, but I'm also going to bring up a few other speakers. So uh, don't forget to also follow our Cosmospace page and um, help us retweet it just to get the word out so we can make these spaces more enjoyable, bring more community members in. Uh, Eric?
10: Yeah, just uh, remember to follow us on
11: Telegram and remember to follow us on the Discord channel uh, for giveaways. So thank you all so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.
5: All right. Good night, good night, you guys. Thanks, IBC.
10: Everybody have a good night
4: night. Until next time.
0: Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part two of a two-part space, DAOs and Governance in the Interchain with Multi-Chain Maxi, Jake Hartnell, hosted by Tricky. Recorded on Friday, February 4th, 2022. at luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes, and check them out online at wefund.app. Terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Laying there at night while I'm counting sheep Brain on repeat, no amount of Please would you shut the fuck up? Yo, I'm trying to sleep. Not till you write it down to remind your genius ass in the morning. When you wake up to realize it was nothing more than a weird dream. And you feel like everybody's on the tape, but things aren't always what they seem. What's real to me isn't real to you, living this reality is barely new. And if you've seen this little feud, you'd be filling up your gas tanks too. We're living in a fucking simulation of a simulation. Don't look back, or you'll get sucked into the miscommunication. All this dumb fucking ruckus. Drink bleach here. Keep it tight to me, Swing for the bleachers.
8: This ball is crushed. Man, what a shot!
0: I feel like I wanna kick the bucket, over spill the fun, release some the meat of hunting. All these silly motherfuckers coming at us like we don't got a bunch of guns or something. These are fucked up times we're living in, and I don't need the judgment. Free to suffer, no need to suffer. The leaders busted, freedom hunter disagreements wander. Cold streets filled with screaming bottom feeders. Take me to your leaders, blast propaganda through the speakers. So if you wanna build, let's build. But if you want to steal, get buried in the field. Double duty at the rockin' Rudy. Coppin' Fruity, not a newbie. Got the rubies. Hopful looking like Chewbacca threw me through the window. Fuckin' sue me now. I'm looking all hypnotic, bougie. With a bunch of suckers I went to school with who barely knew me. Students sitting here, fuckin' clueless. looking at the next duck, trying to see who the goose is. Should've paid more attention to the hole in the boat. Now tell me why y'all still vote. You